0: and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria.
1: Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference.
0: Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani.
2: Well, we are pumping this morning. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria. And we are proudly sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Doctor. Well, I left my home in New Hampshire to come and work with you. And we've had a lot of rain there. You are escaping it here in New
3: York. Well, There was a hurricane, actually, that we escaped, right? Yep. That, that kind well, of it still has north. some,
2: yeah, it still has some effects in hit, the New England it didn't, it didn't, and Canada. It
3: didn't uh, hit New Hampshire.
2: Well, we did have rain, but not, not significant Yeah, rain. I mean,
3: the best thing going on there is Trump is trouncing them.
2: <laughs> well, that we're all politics in New Hampshire right now, What wherever you go. it well, could it's be, getting
3: down there. I mean, yeah,
2: you know, that's, I remember. that is us, right? That is the New Hampshire why I like it so way much. of life.
3: Everybody's a PhD. <laughs> In, I mean, In, in uh, politics, uh, right? Let's yeah. make it clear your Ph.D. is not in politics. No, my Ph.D.
2: That... is in healthcare administration. Yeah, yeah. I'm a board-certified nurse practitioner, and i But I'm you, a have provider. you have an License extra Ph.D. Provider.
3: that I recognize. Yes, I recognize.
2: of all New Hampshire so, Everybody
3: in New Hampshire to me is— ha- Where, I,
2: I'm telling you, it is when true. When I was
3: running, I was told to treat everyone like that, too. You better, you yeah. better be deferential, and you better listen because they know more about politics than you do.
2: They're very thoughtful and practical people. I love our, our values and our culture Honestly? in New Hampshire
3: long before i mean i'm not just saying this uh, long before i met you i mean i first time i met you i told you how impressed i am i enjoyed yeah, i yeah. enjoyed being in new Ham- i enjoyed campaigning in new hampshire because it was issue oriented
2: yeah yes it yes. was not it, With was, not bu- it was not practical bu- solutions you
3: know it was, yeah. it was
2: uh, we we reject all the clichés and everything well this morning i'd like to take an opportunity because i am a provider provider equals educator we love to educate our patients And one thing that's been very disturbing ever since the COVID-19 pandemic is the suppression of information. It has literally, and I'm speaking with all sincerity, broken my heart the way the CDC and the FDA, and you know, you kind of expect it from Big Pharma, but from those agencies to not give people the correct information and suppress information has literally broken my heart. But there's more and more information about the consequences of getting a COVID-19 vaccine. And if you didn't have any sad uh, side effects, God bless you. I'm glad you didn't. I'm going to try to break this down to very layman language. And, and
3: necessary because they want to go through this again. I mean, they want to force another, aren't, don't they want to force another vaccine? Yes.
2: On yes. You might be. Wh- wh- why is Dr. Maria talking about this now? Yes. Some of you who are informed have seen the research for the last two years But because it's starting all over and we're really concerned about this booster because it doesn't look like right now. Maybe it has had some clinical trials, but we're not seeing the the evidence. It's not been transparent. So we're a little concerned. So I'm going to break this down as simply as I can. So we know that the Wuhan Virology Lab had manipulated the coronavirus. And this has been done with...
3: You said that last year at this time we'd be cut off the air right
2: now. Well, there's so much <laughs> we I mean,
3: John wouldn't, but the the, the jerk, jerk. You know, off I
2: pro- you, not only did I, but a Chinese scientist gave you information on one of your podcasts two years ago, yeah, or two and, and a half it years off ago, like
3: a year later or something.
2: Uh, no, I think that one's still up. Oh, that good. one, if people You'll can probably find take it off now. But um, so, <sighs> let me just quickly say, gain of function. You have some people that say, okay, we should do this, try to manipulate something in the environment so we can get ahead of it and get a vaccine. So that's the altruistic way, reason some people do gain a function. The other is nefarious. It may be governments wanting to use it as a bioagent. And that's what we get concerned about, right? But anyway, so what's unique about this novel coronavirus at the time was the spike protein. Coronaviruses have been around for hundreds of years, but this one had a spike protein. So you get infected and then you go through the transition, your body fights off the virus, or you take hydroxychloroquine or whatever, and it shortens the duration and it leaves. What's going on with the vaccine is how this messenger RNA works. You have to wrap it in like a lipid protein to get it into the cells. The whole theory of the vaccine is it stays in your deltoid muscle and creates that reaction to the virus and gives you antibodies. We now know scientifically that that the spike protein is traveling from that site. And there's all sorts of sequelae with it. Let's listen to Dr. Peter McCullough.
1: And the biggest source of data the CDC is not analyzing or reporting on is safety data. 1.1 million safety reports of which hundreds of thousands of people have been hospitalized, gone to urgent care centers or offices for treatment immediately after receiving a vaccine. And sadly thousands have died immediately after the vaccine.
2: One of the concerning things as a provider is the lack of informed consent to our patients. And whenever I put out that question to my fellow providers, what are you using for informed consent? I think my posts are suppressed because I get crickets. No one tells me I'm using this for informed consent. I'm I'm not My agency doesn't allow me to use informed consent. I never know. But Peter McCullough, um, he's heading an organization that's looking at uh, medical freedom and bringing out information. And he just recently talked to the European Parliament about the effects of, unfortunately, the Mm. COVID-19. I mean, I wish it didn't have all these problems, but major problems are cardiovascular Um, It creates thrombosis in your body. Also neurological, there's everything from weakness on one side, Guillain-Barre syndrome, Bell's policy, strokes from the blood clot. But more and more information is coming out. Even the New England Journal of Medicine, which Mm. is very prestigious. Now, does everybody get it right in their articles? No, but they have a recent article in it. With the rec- called receipt of mRNA COVID 19 vaccines and risk of spontaneous abortion. Many of you know that word abortion as a voluntary termination of life of your baby. But in the medical field, we use if somebody has a miscarriage, that's a layman's term we say our medical diagnosis is they had a spontaneous abortion. So this is involuntary. The people don't want to lose their baby. So in this New England Journal of Medicine uh, research paper, preg- pregnant, their conclusion is that pregnant persons are at risk for severe complications due to the coronavirus vaccines. And I want to tell you a little bit, I'm just trying to speak really fast and break everything down, but I hope you're getting my point. There is actual research out there talking about the risks of the vaccines. Now, do the risks outweigh the benefits? Probably not. But what? It goes in the face of what C D C is saying that all people should be vaccinated, including six months olds. I'm isn't telling that, you isn't it a little crazy? It is a, the it last is,
3: part, I hate to hate to use a word like crazy, but because you're, you're, what you're saying, you're saying it so eloquently, but isn't it crazy for children? I mean, uh.
2: it's going in the face of what we know in science and it. It is a stark contrast to the UK, another civilized country, yeah. <laughs> um, UK, Denmark, Sweden. And the, I love this guy down in Florida, the Surgeon General. Dr. Lapado, I think he's, oh, he's his brilliant. name, he sent something out to every physician saying, do not, I implore you, do not give any vaccine to anybody under 65 years of age. And that's what I always thought, that really it should be limited to those 65 and below. You're still taking a risk if you're 65 and above, but you need to work through that. And unfortunately... Your doctors aren't telling you about the risks what, and benefits. What
3: is the rule in in England and in Europe? There's a they look at it different?
2: They are. What's now, the rule there? They now are looking at limiting it to specific populations, like the UK and,
3: and like below eighteen, nobody, right? Oh Isn't God,
2: them? it's like below sixty five too. They're they're looking at.
3: But I remember that they started like below five, yeah, and then they went to below nine, yes, and then twelve. They moved. I, the, I last checked with eighteen and below no.
2: Right. They haven't done that in like a they pro- very long time. I'm not time. sure
3: they prohibit it or they just don't. I
2: don't think they, pro- I think they yeah, do I mean, prohibit it. you can get it, it if you want. No, 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 then no, You no. can't. I you just think... can't get it. Why would you allow, well, anyone to inject this mRNA into your body? You have to remember this was never studied on human beings. During the pandemic, that EUA, or emergency use authorization, relaxed so many safety controls and they allowed people to get it. It had never been used on a human being ever. So we were the Petri dish. It's, we're going to look back at this time in our history, in the scientific community, with our heads hung low in shame. You
3: know, the, 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 I don't remember if it was the Wall Street Journal or the Post. I'll find the editorial. But they did an editorial about, you know, about, about Trump. Has Trump defended himself well enough? They said it's mixed on it. But then they said, but the one thing is the vaccine was really enormously helpful.
2: It I mean, hasn't. Like, There's they, now they're
3: rewriting history, aren't they?
2: Research showing that <laughs> people vaccinated actually had a higher incidence of getting COVID 19 because <laughs> it goes after your immune system. There's so many problems with this spike protein in the sub, again, I'm going to try to say it simply the sub one unit proteins, what they're doing to your body. There's cardiovascular risks. There's neurological risks, there's immune risk. Think about all those young athletes who had myocarditis. Think of the ones who had dropped dead. That was all from the COVID nineteen like vaccine.
4: What, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Look at the montages that are on the internet of these reporters on television just passing out. But right? they're a
3: lot more honest about this in Europe than we are. We now, hide it, it?
2: Yeah, well, it. I don't know why. Uh, Pfizer oh, know why. Pfizer had the biggest this fine. In in our history for safety violations, they withheld safety data from the CDC and the FDA when they went for this EUA, Emergency Use Authorization. What they did was, all, you know, these they had deaths during their clinical trials, everything. They cut off the research data. So, and then they said those people were out of the study the time they died or they got myocarditis. They tried to withhold information from the public. People had to get FOIs, Freedom of Information Act, to get Pfizer to release
3: data. Didn't Pfizer want to hold its information for 95 years or something?
2: 75 years. <laughs> like, Why would you want to do but that? What, but isn't that like saying I'm guilty? Yeah.
3: I mean, if if there's all this uh, all these issues about your vaccine, and you, I mean, it's exactly what they did in Georgia. In Georgia, they would never release, and people don't know this, they would never release the actual ballot paper. Yeah no no honest Republican on behalf of Trump has ever gotten to see it so maybe maybe the governor and the attorney general who I don't fit I don't think fit either definition honest or republican
2: so my last thing about this because this is a a radio show very quick you may not got a lot out of what I said so this is what I'm doing on my social media which I'm not a good social media person but I'm on X yes, you formerly are. known as Twitter at Maria Ryan NH on Getter at Dr. Maria in Facebook, Maria Ryan NH. I am putting out research studies all week long. So please take a look at those. Talk to your doctors, your nurse practitioners about that information and really think before you put any of this in your body.
3: Could I give people one reminder? Yes. That, Blows, blows my, blows it away from me. It's not a vaccine.
2: No CDC had to change change the definition definition of vaccine. A vaccine. vaccine. So
3: I think a vaccine always is the polio vaccine because that's when I was a kid. Yeah. So polio, get the vaccine. No more polio. Yeah. Here, get the vaccine. A lot more COVID. Mrs. uh, uh, Biden has had like uh, what about forty-five
2: boosters. (laughs) <laughs> I don't that, know. No, actually, no. They're having, they're having trouble
3: finding a place to put a booster because she's gotten so many. And, and she has yeah. had COVID three times. Yeah. That, that we know of. Yeah. He looks like he has COVID all the time. But, yeah. that you know, he looks like a walking COVID. Yeah,
2: You know, there's well, a lot of very, yeah. very bright people out there who are doing investigative reporting on not only big pharma, CDC, FDA, and... You really got to look at that.
3: Remember remember uh, during the during the campaign for governor when my son wouldn't take it and they put him in a little box oh, during yeah, the that debate? Was kind
2: of, I don't mean to they say it was kind a- of funny, but that's true. They wouldn't allow Help. him on stage. And he had to be in a little box and he was probably the safest one. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, shall so we ta- coming up, we're going to have Brandon Straka. So another controversial thing is January 6, 2021. The American people, me... We still don't know really what happened. The J6 committee that was supposed to look at it unbiasedly destroyed a lot of information they had. As you know, they didn't release a lot of tapes, but we're going to hear from somebody okay. who was harassed by the Justice Department. Well, we'll be right back. Yes, and we will be right back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who's helping our nation keep its vow to never forget September 11? I'll tell you who, the Tunnels of to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their family. This includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrances across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T, dot org.
0: And other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria.
1: Guarding against misinformation, fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference.
0: Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani.
2: Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth. I'm Dr. Maria alongside Rudy Giuliani, and we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. What do you think about when you hear that song? I think of Rocky Three, right? <laughs> what a great, great song. What the heck's the name of that guy? They put a cape on him? I, I, I know the singer to this. James Brown, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. So I, I feel like I didn't give our audience justice with what we just talked about, about the COVID-19 vaccines. It's compliment, it's complicated. The mRNA messenger is complicated. Also, I just want to make a brief comment about research articles in my master's level courses we learned really how to look at a research paper because it could be manipulated, right? You can manipulate statistics. You have to look who's sponsoring the research. Is it a drug company or somebody who's a principal? board member uh, in a drug company so just keep that in mind when you're looking at research papers people bring things to me all the time look at dr Mary, do you have a comment on that it says eating um spoonfuls of ketchup will cure cancer isn't that great and i look and i'm like well this what there the methodology wasn't correct in the research there wasn't uh enough subject matter you know so just be cautious too
3: well i was very uh excited that ken paxton was acquitted
2: oh big news
3: yeah i was really glad i ca- called him last night and congratulated him I, I work with ken very closely on the election uh theft and he was one of the really gutsy uh ags and i think he was paying the price for it
2: did you know like him we before all did. that oh, oh
3: sure i did he was really one of our best and, and aggressive ag ags what and he, he was have? somebody you could count on who had the guts to challenge the election most of them you know were worried that Somebody had criticized him, including Fox, uh, and I think he was getting paid back by um, by uh, the the old Republican machine in Texas. This is an re- internal Republican problem, and it was a very, very big, uh, very big acquittal.
2: Listen to this cut, cut forty three. Era in
1: Texas ends today. We thought it had ended in the primary when Ken Paxton beat George P. Bush 68 to 32. Well, we thought it was over. It wasn't. Well, now we have an impeachment. It ends today. They can go back to Maine.
2: Oh boy. This
1: is Texas.
2: That is Ken Paxton's attorney. Very, very upset. Allegedly, uh, discovery material was kept from him. All kinds of shenanigans went on, but justice did prevail. As the American people are worried about a dual justice system, whether well, to trust maybe, the courts. Maybe,
3: maybe we're starting to move. Maybe we're starting to move in the other direction. People are catching on that uh, you know when you when when you were playing that song "Only in America," I was thinking that it isn't the America that it was when that song was written. This is an America where uh, you know we we indict. Uh, uh, our political co- uh, uh, opponents, or at least we don't. Uh, Biden does, and that's got to stop. And, and Biden's got to pay the price for being the biggest crook to sit in the White House ever. Now look at look at the, look at the uh, Biden regime putting out a dictate to the press to start covering uh, on how they should cover uh, his his his, uh, his his crime, his son's indictment.
2: I was shocked to I'm, hear but, but that. You
3: know the most shocking thing. What? Has any, any any of those uh, press uh, uh, apparatchiks complained?
2: You know, what was unique was Newsmax not- actually put the letter on air saying the White House is telling us how to ramp up this or do that. And I remember when he was a candidate, Biden, and you were bringing out information that the people told you in Ukraine. Yeah, nobody remembers this. He sent a letter to all – or his campaign sent a letter to all media outlets saying do not put Rudy Giuliani on. Yeah, absolutely. I never heard of such a thing. Well, they've been
3: a trying thing. to sound well, – I, I got a letter this week from uh, the lawyers uh, in that case in Washington, D.C., in front of a Trump uh, a Trump angry judge, as <laughs> uh, the nicest way I can say it, in which uh, they basically tell me I should shut up talking about it. Even though all I do is point to the point to the uh, point to the video and say, you know, this is what I think. What do you think? I just give my opinion. They want me to shut up. I mean, this was the this was the week in which they did everything they could to destroy my First Amendment rights. Uh, What about uh, a Smith uh, going to the court and tell asking the court that, you know, Trump can't defend himself publicly? He yeah. can't
2: defend himself did that in to, the
3: court of public opinion.
2: Was there a ruling on that? Oh,
3: I, but that, that you if, know if that judge rules for for Trump? I will. I will. Um, I'll. I'll have a party.
2: You know. I, so you I can't win
3: in the district. I Columbia.
2: expressed my sincere sadness over the CDC and FDA kind of betraying human beings. How, you must feel that me? way in the legal system. I, I wake
3: up. Right? I wake up every morning. I have to shake it off. I mean, it's uh, they, they destroyed uh, one of the things that was most important to me. My uh, uh, sense that uh, the justice system in this country was inviolate. I mean, they have completely trashed it. And the judges are, are terrible. The bar associations are terrible. The judges are terrible.
2: And I mean, it's not they're, supposed they're, to be like that, right? Justice is supposed no, to be blind, I mean, the lady people, with the blind scales.
3: The best example, if you want to know about the conspiracy, is the following. Not a single member of that apparatchik press complained. Where's the New York Times uh, writing uh, an editorial saying, what the hell are you telling us what to do for?
2: How about the ACLU? I grew up thinking they protected regular people against these big machines, these big political machines, know, the, ACLU, the government.
3: The ACLU is part of the uh, uh, yeah, Destroy Free much Speech changed. movement. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a terrible, terrible thing. It reminds me, of, and I know the analogy might be a little tough for people, but it reminds me how in the Roosevelt administration, when Stalin became Hitler's uh, ally, uh, nobody really wanted to get into the Second World War. And then as soon as uh, Hitler turned on Stalin, everybody became uh, wanting to get in the war because Stalin was more important than America.
2: Wow. Wow. Well, you we welcome your calls today. 1-800-848-9222. We'd love to hear from also, you. Uh, can, can I make another point? Yes, so, you may.
3: I really want to say this. Can you this raise your hand Can you ask me? i love
2: no, no, but I, they really should give
3: uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, oh, Secret Service protection.
2: I do, too.
3: Did he do it? I thought by now. I mean, they, they, a guy walks in with a gun yesterday. I don't I know. know. I don't know if it's ago, real yeah. or not real or serious you, you, or not serious. It
2: sounds serious. But
3: I do – But. but but I do know that people want to kill him, like they want to kill all the presidential candidates, and probably him a little bit more. Controversial on the vaccine thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, controversial on Biden. Uh, he's the one guy that makes the point brilliantly. I was going to tell you what's the answer to why this is happening. Money, yeah. it's all about money. Yeah. It's about uh, what was
2: the book he wrote? I need to read that.
3: Oh, it's a terrific uh, book about
2: Fauci. I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it had about vaccine. Yeah, what
3: about too. a thousand footnotes? I mean, it's completely. Solidly but yeah, researched.
2: somebody walked into like his event and very threatening, had a gun.
3: Had a had a, a, fa- a false marshal uh, oh, and, and has yeah. and has written strange stuff online. Now I can't tell where he's coming from, right, left, middle, or just it, nuts. It doesn't matter. It's he's impossible to tell. And it, it, he claims he was hired, thought he was hired for a, some kind of a yeah a security gig. So let's put that aside for one minute. I, I can't tell. It was a little too complex. But I mean, immediately, I, I think he's the first guy that asked for protection that was denied ever.
2: That's what it's being reported, that he's the first one denied. And I beg you, Biden administration, would help please, this uh, poor I mean, man before something really bad happens.
3: I mean, you've gotten a lot of people killed and you've gotten away with it, Biden. I mean, Everybody in Ukraine would be alive today if it wasn't for you. I mean, they would not have attacked if Trump were there, proven by the fact that they didn't attack when Trump was there. They well, just attack when they have patsies in the White House like you and Obama.
2: We have to take a short commercial break. And when we return, our guest, Brandon Stracco is going to tell us about his experience on January 6, 2021
0: hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria.
1: Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference.
0: Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Help, I
4: need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone.
3: Well, I know you need someone. Okay. So, uh, you know, I get o- always impatient about the music. Uh, uh, but um, thank you for coming back. Here we are on Uncovering the Truth with the incomparable Dr. Maria, whose uh, analysis before I think is so important. I hope you followed it for your own good. I mean, I'm so worried about this. I can't explain it the way she does. and um, But I- I'm also going to tell you this. Uh, I never had the slightest bit of confusion about this. She knew it from the very beginning. From day one, uh, uh, I, I hear about this thing, and she tells me the whole thing. She she had already gotten all of the PPP for her hospital. She had been reading about it. She knew what was going on in China. And the minute they started with those stories, with that wet, the wet place where you went and got, you could buy uh, bats to eat them. She said there was a bunch of hokey. And it was, by the way. It turns out that they don't eat bats in that part of China. Well, they don't eat bats. They were very insulted, the people in Wuhan. <laughs> they don't eat bats. They don't like bats. There's only one little place in China, a thousand miles away, where they do. And the only reason there were bats in that part of China at all was because of the of this screwed-up lab where uh, there's no doubt that uh, uh, Fauci was uh, defying... The orders not to do uh, uh, gain, gain, gain of function and got caught red-handed.
2: Yeah, uh, President Obama had put a moratorium on it because so many lab leaks in the United States. Uh, so he was but, vio-
3: and and, and, but, and Reagan. I yep. mean uh, Reagan. I always call him. Reagan, and Trump. <laughs> Trump continued it. And uh, he and all of a sudden he realized he must have realized from the the, the little weasel must have realized from day one. <laughs> man, this is going to come right back to me. And
2: how who, how and who he not know and that? Then who
3: who knows how much he has in royalties? Which he won't disclose. We
2: did a podcast on that, and there's been no follow-up. Right? When you have a government job, you get a paycheck. That's your paycheck. Right. He took money, as well as Dr. Collins and many others, royalties, and it's been yeah. hidden from the public. And,
3: and the best and the best evidence of that is Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s yep. book. And don't tell me that guy isn't in danger. I know. I know danger when it exists. Yeah. Especially and that if family, something happens right? to that guy they should really try biden for murder
2: yeah well january 6 2021 we really don't know what happened there's a lot of mystery around it that it was a psyop from nancy pelosi nobody really knows what happened how many fbi agents were there how many instigators but what we know is the first hand account of people who were there and we know, including
3: and we know the first hand account they gave us is totally false that's four right. people dead. Uh, the, the guy hit with a. The guy hit with a. Uh, uh, what was it with a fire? Fire, fire extinguisher, extinguisher. turned out to be total lie. Total lie, in total the New York lie. times.
2: And we're going to talk more about that. Worse but let's than go To Brandon Straka. Good morning, Brandon.
5: Good morning. How are you?
2: I am doing Hi, well, man. and I so appreciate you coming on today. Tell us about your story. What were you doing on January sixth to? 2021.
5: (laughs) Well, if you were to believe the media, I was on my way to, you know, blow up the United States Capitol. But um, in reality, I was uh, scheduled to be a speaker on January 6th at a permitted event on Capitol grounds. And as I was leaving the ellipse on January 6th and headed toward my scheduled speaking engagement, I started getting messages on my phone telling me from friends and family and coworkers, people at home on uh, around the country watching on television saying that they were hearing that people on the news that people were going inside the building and that sounded very unusual to me so i was approaching the capitol from the east side grounds uh, which i think is always a very important thing to point out because when people think of the you know window smashing and the struggles with police officers and things like that that was happening almost exclusively on the west side of the building that was not happening on the side of the building that i was approaching from so i started shooting a video and i walked i I shot one long continuous video as i walked up the east side grounds up to the uh steps of the capitol now a few things that are very important to point out there were literally zero police officers on the east side of the capitol when, when i was approaching zero not one all of the barricades had been fully opened so there, were, there was literally nothing to indicate that I was not allowed to be where I was. And there were thousands of people standing around. How far so from walked, the
3: Capitol were you uh, at this point now, uh, just, well, uh, to Brandon? Uh, too bad it's not television, but sort of tell us how far from the Capitol entrance were you?
5: Well, at, when I started shooting the video, I would estimate that I was probably a block and a half to two city okay, blocks got it, away got it. from the Capitol. I know Capitol. where you are now. Okay. I got you're it. you You're man. right. Yes, but I continued to shoot my video as I walked up into the crowd. And then when I got close to the Capitol, uh, the steps were filled with people. Now, again, I want to point out the people were not facing toward the Capitol, you know, as a mob trying to get inside. The people on the steps were actually facing away from the Capitol, holding signs, singing songs. Uh, It it was relatively calm. I mean, very calm, uh, except there was one man at the top of the steps. And he was hollering down and waving his arm. And he said, they've opened the doors. They're letting us in. We're going inside. We're going inside. And so at that point, I walked up to the top of the steps on the east side of the Capitol. And when I got there, both of the, the, the double doors of the Columbus doors on the east side were both fully open. There were a crowd of about uh, several hundred people at the top of the stairs. Some of them were trying to kind of push their way in. And the majority, like myself, were just kind of standing there shooting the video. And I continued to shoot my video for eight minutes. And after eight minutes, a man came out of the building, got on a bullhorn and said, they cleared Congress, everybody's left the building, everybody move out, move out. And I immediately at that point turned around and started making my way Uh, away from the capitol and i actually even told the people behind me they're saying to move out go this way go this way
2: you're like me you're a rule follower (laughs) (laughs) well i wouldn't go that far i wouldn't go that far
3: (laughs) so how far at this point now how far away are you from the capitol the
5: closest i the closest i got to the capitol i would estimate would be uh 30 feet from the open door and
3: the door are we talking about the doors that you can only open from the inside
5: Correct the yes the magnetic. Oh, I mean they're like a Columbus 50, doors.
3: I'm exaggerating, but like fifty thousand pounds or something, right?
5: Yeah, yeah twenty thousand pounds. No, they're twenty yeah, thousand right. pound doors <laughs> that are magnetically locked from the inside, and somebody had opened them from the inside. Uh, nonetheless, I didn't enter the Capitol, but I did take the video that I had shot and I uploaded it to Twitter, and uh, you know I said something along the lines of you know this is what I witnessed today at the Capitol. And, uh, and then it was hours later that I went back to my hotel room in D.C., and I turned on my TV, and I started to see for the first time what had taken place on the west side of the building, which was a very different right, scenario. Right.
3: What would you? What, what, I the, be- the, the, uh, there was more disorder, and there was also uh, uh, gas, right? They sprayed gas on them, and it got very chaotic okay. there.
5: Very chaotic, yes. I mean, there was, there, you know, people fighting with officers and breaking windows yes. and things like that. So,
2: so Brandon, and, you did not go into the Capitol. You filmed a little right. film. What happened that so you ended you, up yeah. getting, you got arrested, right?
5: Right, that's exactly right. Yeah, so I took my video down once I saw what had happened on the west side, but it had already been copied by Twitter trolls who then started posting it every day and tagging the FBI. And so about two and a half weeks after January 6th, uh, Monday morning, January 25th, I'm sleeping peacefully in my bed. Where? Uh, when the F- uh, uh, a team of FBI agents storm my apartment, get me out of bed, put me in handcuffs, tell me that I'm facing multiple felony charges, and then start stripping my apartment of my computers, my iPads, my hard drives, my thumb drives, my phones. They took me to jail. I sat in 23-hour lockdown in jail for two and a half days. And then when I got out... I learned that they were charging me with two felonies and a misdemeanor. What what were were the felonies? I don't
3: even know. What were they? What were the felonies?
5: Yeah. So they were charging me with one felony was occupying restricted grounds. So even people who went inside the Capitol got misdemeanor charges of occupying a restricted building. I was being charged with a felony of occupying restricted grounds. Uh, They also charged me with a felony called impeding an officer and impeding law enforcement in the law of duty or in the line of duty. And I said to my attorney, what is this? I said, there were no police officers there. What are they talking about? My attorney said, well, in your video, there's a moment where one officer comes outside of the building for about 30 seconds. And when he comes outside the building, somebody grabs his shield out of his hand. And several people in the crowd start chanting, you know, take it, take it, take the shield, take the shield. Well, the FBI says that's you. They said you're the one shouting to take the shield. And then they charged me with a misdemeanor of disorderly conduct with intent to disrupt a hearing before Congress. And while having a conversation with my attorney, they told him, we have not yet charged Mr. Strock with felony obstruction of an official proceeding. We could, but so far we've chosen not to do that. Mm-hmm. So it, it felt very clear to me that, uh, that I was being signaled to that the, the right option for you is to take this plea deal. Uh, so eventually that's where we got, and I ended up pleading guilty to a Class B misdemeanor, which might sound like a happy ending to normal people, but there's nothing normal about January 6th. I mean, misdemeanor charges are being treated as acts of terrorism. And what happened and to you? Being... Did you
3: get a sentence?
5: I did. Um, so I, Class B misdemeanor, I ended up getting... Uh, Three months of house arrest, three years of federal probation, uh, the maximum fine of $5,000, community service. uh, I had to pay restitution to the Capitol, although it was acknowledged that I didn't do any damage or destruction to the Capitol. And I got and and court ordered mental health services. Now,
2: if you didn't, if you (laughs) didn't, I don't mean to
3: let's let's get practical now. If you didn't take that plea, I want people to understand this because they're going to say, "Well, why did he plead? You would have been found guilty uh, in a second by a, a DC uh, jury.
2: Never mind the money you You might have lawyers. been found
3: guilty of insurrection if they wanted to charge you with that. I mean, the, the, well, I the, the DC I, jury, the DC juries are—I uh, don't know—it's like it's like being tried in a not America.
5: That's right. Well, I think that they certainly would have proceeded forward on the two felonies and the misdemeanor. I think there's a very strong chance they would have added the obstruction of a, an official proceeding felony. Uh, I, I don't think that it's hyperbolic at all to say that I very likely would have been sentenced on three felonies and a misdemeanor for the eight minutes I spent outside the yeah, Capitol. And, and you'd
3: have gone and to jail, uh, and I they wouldn't would have wouldn't have gotten... give, they wouldn't have given a damn. Uh, I mean, the reality oh, yeah, is, your lawyer. I'm sure. To. I'm sure your lawyer told you, um, even though if we were in, if we were in America. You could go to trial in this case. From what you tell me, I would tell you I could win that case in almost any part of America except the District of Columbia where – Correct. You know, I I – I'm not going to go into the details of why I know this, but I represented people in the District of Columbia who were basically uh, tortured of being Republicans.
2: So, Brandon, we are on America's Mayor Live, which is every night, Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on most social media sites. We're going to dedicate it to January sixth and January 6 prisoners. And I know you're going to be a guest on that show so you can talk more about this. But can you briefly talk about your walkaway project?
5: Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, Actually, this year, WalkAway turns five years old. This is the movement of people walking away from the Democratic Party. Somehow we survived what's happened over the last two years, uh, the targeting by the DOJ and, and this government. Mm. And so uh, we're, we're very excited about this big event that we're doing November 10th through the 12th in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, it's a three-day WalkAway weekend that we're calling Walkacon. a uh, So far, we have amazing people like Laura Trump, Carrie Lake, uh, Matt Schlapp, Tudor Dixon, David Harris Jr. It's going to be three days of, of speakers, and we're going to do a, a rally and some events. And if people want to be a part of this and support this movement, and I really encourage people to do that, especially you know this being a grassroots movement that was targeted so heavily by our government, come out and support. Make the trip to mm-hmm. Florida. Uh, go to walkawayanniversary.com, walkawayanniversary.com, and uh, you can uh, get very inexpensive tickets to an incredible weekend. Where is it going to uh, be held?
3: Where? Well, what's the uh, venue? West, I know West Palm uh, Beach, but where?
5: The Palm Beach Airport Hilton, where they do a lot of really amazing sort sure, sure, events. Sure.
3: sure, I know it. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah well, so that's going to be an incredible weekend, and uh and we also launched our own app called Walkaway Social, which people can get in their app stores. It's uh filled with people telling their stories about walking away from the Democratic Party.
2: Excellent. Well, thank well, you thank so much, Brandon. So we'll, we'll be, be talking. Talk, this week. Yep yeah sure excellent
3: you know you need more time to really go into this, and uh i 'm sorry that you know we have to abbreviate it, but uh god God bless you you and, know and thank uh, you very much. god I mean I really mean that god
2: well, thank you very much thank there's you very much. there's, there's so a sorry couple of have. good documentaries on what happened on January sixth, one is epic times you call it epoch i don 't know I call it epic
3: we 've got to get somebody on e- from from yeah, that from
2: from that magazine, from my and they have I mean, TV. Yeah, E-P-O-C-H. Here's a free is it's,
3: it's the best newspaper around.
2: <laughs> so I learned a lot from that. I learned a lot from Gateway Pundit that newspaper, but Newsmax, I was had insomnia the other night and yeah, I saw a great Support of the Nation or something like that. It's a really good it touched my heart what some of those people are yep, going yep, through. Yep. But we're going to take a short break and when we come back That's Andrew good. Giuliani is on the phone. Who's he? Little blonde kid. Oh the kid who
3: interrupted my inauguration.
2: Yeah, that kid. Oh that He's kid. He's all grown up. He's a man. But every now and then I feel
4: so insecure.
0: and other fake news stories this is uncovering the truth with rudy giuliani and dr maria
1: guarding against misinformation fake news and it doesn't seem to be making a difference
0: using common sense thinking with new york street smarts now with dr maria here's rudy giuliani
3: This is Rudy Giuliani back with Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by T2T.org. Tunnels and Towers, make your $11 contribution right now, and you'll be one of the people helping our uniformed officers who, God forbid, lose their lives in the line of duty or become catastrophically injured. And Tunnels and Towers is right there paying off the mortgage on the home, building homes that are smart homes. So that people can have the maximum amount of independence, you, you want to be part of that. Make your contribution now. And now we have on the phone Dr. Maria, who has done an excellent job, I think, of laying <laughs> Rudy, out I'm
2: right here. I know <laughs> uh, who has done an
3: excellent job.
2: I of, think you meant on the phone is Andrew Giuliani. No, no, I'm, I'm just pointing
3: out you did an excellent job oh, oh. of laying out all this <laughs> stuff about the vaccine, and we have a guy on the oh. phone who had the guts not to take the vaccine, even though every political advisor told them, you better take it, you better take it. Andrew Giuliani.
1: Well, I'll tell you, they finally let me out of the box here, and they've let me come into polite society, but they might put me back in if there's another thing going on. i got to go back in the box, I guess. And for reference, for two of the three Republican debates, they would not actually let me in the same room with my Republican competitors, even though they all released statements that they were absolutely fine having me in there. Yeah, it wasn't even though I was right? more than 15 feet away from the moderators. So it just shows you that the, the facts don't matter. Much like your last guest talked about with January 6th, the thing that I got from all that and what you laid out so clearly, I think, with a D.C. jury is the facts just don't na- yeah, matter. I mean, that poor had guy had no choice. Narrative. Yeah, it's like,
3: I mean, it, 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 I mean, if I were his lawyer, Andrew, I would have to have, to, I would tell him, look, I, I, yeah. uh, I don't lose cases. I'm not going to win this one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So well,
1: I'll tell you, yeah, what, go ahead, what,
3: what do you have going on this afternoon?
1: Tell us. Two, because at it's exciting. Two, at two o'clock today on WABC, I have a guest that I've really, really been looking forward to talking to. Tim Ballard, who yeah. many of you may know from the Sound of Freedom, he is. The main character, the person who the main character is based off of Jim Caviezel plays him in The Sound of Freedom. This movie has become a box office blast at $14 million yeah, that it cost it. to actually do it. $210 million. And I have to tell you, it's one of those movies that by the opening credits, I was fighting back tears. So oh, I can't wait to absolutely. talk to him. I can't wait to talk to him and ask him what he thinks we are with our border crisis. He just actually ended up testifying to the House twice this week. So uh, this is going to be a great conversation, and I urge everybody to tune in at two o'clock on WABC to listen to Tim Ballard.
2: I'm going to listen intently because NBC did something on him in in that what the movie's based on. Ten years ago, NBC did this thing on it about what a hero about just... what a hero he was, and now that legacy media or the far left media are denying any of this stuff ever occurred. So it's really perplexing, you know. <laughs>
1: What's amazing is because of the border crisis that's going on, that's now going to non-border states, as us New Yorkers know so well, uh, you're absolutely right. The leftist media has completely changed their tone on this. And this should be something that, look, you know, you and I, (laughs) we can have a debate over the size of government, how much taxes. And look, I understand. I obviously am a big believer that a smaller government is a more efficient government. But if you have a different opinion on it, we should. When it comes to kids and when you talk about kidnapping and sexually exploiting our Uh. kids there's no left and right there's no red and blue there's right and wrong and anybody who stands up on that other side i actually after i get done with them i'm gonna and i don't want to tell you now but i have a very creative way in which i would almost eliminate pedophilia in this country and around the world you're gonna want to tune into that you're gonna want to tune it it may be a little barbaric but I think it's worthwhile when you consider
2: oh,
3: what a ten. I don't think I don't think did. you could recommend anything barbaric. Two o'clock, for me.
2: <laughs> Andrew Giuliani show. You could get it multiple ways: wabcradio.com. You can download the app, seventy seven WABC app. Or if you're in the New York area, you could go on your AM dial, and it's yeah, it's a great, it's a great show. It's a AM. great show,
3: We're, now I'm really I'm really looking forward to hearing what the, uh, what, the what what the recommendation is.
1: Uh, so, Absolutely, you got to listen in. And Grace says, "I love you, Pop Pop."
3: Oh. Yeah, oh, and, th- and thanks, oh. thanks for that uh, a video you sent me where she recognized me on television. Man, yeah. you don't know oh, what that yeah. did for me. Wow, <laughs> she saw, my, my little granddaughter saw me on television. And she started saying "Pop Pop Pop Pop."
1: <laughs> She's always talking about Pop Pop.
3: Yeah, and it was good because I was probably being tortured by some left-wing reporter
1: or something. <laughs> we, we generally don't watch CNN in our household, if you would
4: imagine that. MSNBC <laughs> is the worst
2: let's, now, Let's though. see if You're
3: we right. can get in a call or two.
1: Let's go to Susan. What a great
4: what a great show this morning, but also to add insult to injury with this untested vaccine is that the world health organization with the Biden administration has a plot to put us under a, um, vaccine mandate, uh, a vaccine passport in the, in the, uh, it's a digital health certificate and it's going to be forced or we can't even buy and sell food.
3: We're going to have to get it. It's going to be like, uh, uh, worldwide yes yeah i know this is it's what they want they want a worldwide city. government that's i mean that's the whole purpose of all this stuff that's being done to us the
2: biden administration is the
3: obama uh, uh, gates uh,
2: obama really one started world, it. one world yeah. one world the one world uh order and the biden administration has given more rights to the world health organization in regards to our sovereign nation r- of america Susan, aren't they run by china Yes, the data base
4: is in China. I think those balloons, it's going to be like a social uh, credit score thing like China. They are going to put us under this. We are at the doorstep. It could happen as early as next May if all these countries, led by uh, these unelected bureaucrats, uh, this is so dangerous. And this week, it's going to be in the U.N., so we all got to take note of it. I'm going to be calling in every day to James Gold. Golden Show. Well, you Good call you, my Susan. show
3: too. I, I love James, but you can call me too.
4: I'm going to. Okay,
3: because I, I, I come on right before him. <laughs> well, thank you, Susan. I've been and have trying- a great weekend.
2: Rudy, you may not know this, but I've been trying to get a hold of the head of the World Health Organization for two years now. He said he's really transparent. He welcomes any questions. But I really, really want to talk to him and I really want to help him. I want to make things better for all people and where he's got so much uh, sway. The head of the World Health Organization? Yeah, on America. You don't
3: think he's like a 10 dollars bill?
2: of course he's been um, alleged that he's in China's pocket. He's ignored science blah 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 but until I, I need an audience with him because we're going against all scientific research I'd like to have an knowledge audience with
3: him, just have nobody around them <laughs>
2: <laughs> i back to america being a sovereign nation yeah I, like yeah, we are yeah, americans I, I, we have a we, we, we spirit of world,
3: independence we, we don't need the world health organization we through got, our veins we got too many organizations here how about yeah, do- how exactly. about we just have doctors
2: you know who the like best? i have a
3: doctor and my doctor tells me what fits me and i mean these whole, all these health organizations Health is such an individual thing. You okay, know this amen. better than I do. Generalizing yep. it with these restrictions and rules. Yep. You will have a vaccine and you will have your peppers with your vaccine. And if you don't have your vaccine, we will put you in a, uh, you know what?
2: Yeah, I almost fell over in my chair when one pediatric organization came out in a, in endorsed giving neonates COVID vaccines. Like, what the you heck?
3: Who's paying you, will, you? You will now be quiet,
2: doctor. Well, thank you well, so much. Well, you will be canceled? <laughs> so much. You do a very good accent, by the way. I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. Well, I'm
3: being tortured by them, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us on thank Uncovering you, the Truth. Don't forget the Rudy Giuliani Show, Monday through Friday, tomorrow, 3, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, in America's Mayor Live on Twitter, Facebook, Rumble, 8 p.m. God
3: bless America.